0: hallelujah hallelujah we bless the name of the Lord our God hallelujah 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 oh bless your name God what wonderful music what wonderful offering to God in prayer said whenever a upset spirit a troublesome spirit came upon Saul he And they will call upon David to play. And the music soothed his heart and his spirit and blessed him. And I believe the music is soothing us today, bringing us into the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Bless the name of the Lord. What an awesome group. God bless you all. Father, we thank you today. We bless your name on this 126th. Anniversary of our own ministry. We thank you, Lord, for all you've done for Shiloh Baptist Church, New London, Connecticut. We realize, God, that you have blessed this ministry. We realize that, God, you have kept us through danger seen and unseen, through all of the wickedness of men and women. You've kept us when no one may not have wanted us to succeed, you kept us. And against all odds, we know we're still here, still giving you honor, still giving you glory, still giving you praise. Deacons and deaconess, choir members and ushers, musicians and ministers, teachers and leaders, God, we are here, trustees, we are here, still offering the sacrifice of praise in the house of the Lord. And we give you thanks for every missionary, for every individual that's ever walked through these doors, we thank you. And we bless your name for every soul saved, every body healed, every individual that heard a word of encouragement. Now speak a fresh word of encouragement to our hearts during these challenging times that we too may be able to stand even as our ancestors stood against that which they had to stand. Bless us now in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen. God bless you, saints. I wanna go back to what I started last week in First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16 through 18. Again, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Thank you so much. Practicing gratitude in challenging times this is part two, practicing gratitude in challenging times. I know two names that are not going to jump out at you. You don't know Carrie and John Michael, and neither do I. And some of you who are not country and Western fans don't know who Jordan Davis is, but he is a superior, gifted singer. What an awesome person. That's Carrie and John. That's Jordan Davis. What an awesome talent. Jordan Davis has a song out that you all might not have heard of, but oh, it's a great song. It's called Slow Dance in a Parking Lot. And you know that's a country western song right there. Slow dancing in a parking lot. Let me just read this before I show you something. He he talks about spinning you around by the Walmart sign and moving our feet over the painted white lines, getting close to you, making the most of whatever we got, even if it's just a slow dance in a parking lot. Watch this video. (laughs) We now want to welcome via Zoom, a surprise special guest for your first dance. Here to perform his number one single, Slow Dance in a Parking Lot, In this very parking lot, multi-platinum selling, singer-songwriter, Jordan Davis! In the kitchen, got a little dressed up collared shirt for the first time in all of quarantine in honor of Carrie and John Michael gonna be playing their first dance that they have no idea that I'm doing slow dance in a parking lot forum live. Making the most of whatever we got I found out about this couple through a, a close friend of theirs. And uh, and she, she kind of told me the story about what they've been dealing with, with COVID and everything being slowed down. And I just wanted to do as much as I could. And I knew they were fans and fans of this song. So, uh, you know, I... I, I I jumped at the chance to get to help out in some ways. We were like, our minds broken. Yeah, our <laughs> minds were kind of broken. We we're like, how? Well, how did this happen? <laughs> cool thing is, having the DJ was able to turn his computer around, and we can see him performing. Oh yeah, wow. before it started, we could see his face, and he like yeah. welcomed us, and I was that's when I started freaking out when I could like see his face. I was like, Oh my gosh, actually, like, he's on our zoom. Taking the most of whatever in a, slow dance a oh, oh, oh. Oh. Only in a pandemic can you be forced to celebrate love in unique ways. I don't care how much they loved that song. I don't think that would have been the location they would have picked for a wedding celebration. But because of the pandemic, they both lost their jobs. Because of the pandemic, resources are few. And so the parking lot made the best place. You could practice social distancing. Their guests were all in their own cars and their ceremony was performed. And they decided to make the best of a bad situation. They decided they could practice gratitude for love in challenging times. And that's what we all have to do. We have to find a way to practice gratitude in challenging times. You know, Zig Ziglar said it best. Gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you are, you will have even more to express gratitude for. You know, I think that's true. Grateful people get blessings. Grateful people get blessings. Grateful people find that God blesses them. You know, the opposite of gratitude is not just ingratitude, but it's really resentment, remorse, regret, and even resignation. And there are a lot of people who have been living in this way with a whole lot of resentment for what has happened, a whole lot of remorse for things that didn't go the way they desired, a whole lot of regrets for decisions they made, and resignation, I'm just giving up. But I suggest today A thankful spirit is not natural, but it is necessary. It's not natural, but it is quite necessary. Gratitude in the midst of those who recognize the grace of God active in their lives. It's the mindset. It's the mindset of those who recognize the grace of God active in their lives. I recognize God's grace, so I practice gratitude. You see, when you recognize the grace of God active in your life, you can't help but be grateful. You can't help it. It just comes out. It's all in your bones. When you recognize that that God has been good to you, the active part of God in your life, you can't help but woo. I want to tell you something. We spend too much time and attention on problems without stopping (laughs) to realize God's amazing grace, in the midst of it all. I suppose that when you realize that God's grace has been amazing, you'll be able to praise him anytime, anywhere, anytime. Hallelujah, anyhow, will be your mantra. You know, this text is interesting to me. In Paul's first letter to Thessalonians, excuse me, written about A.D. 51, Paul expresses gratitude for the believer's spiritual progress. And he continues to make reference to the fact that the Lord is going to return. But he's, he's excited about their progress there in Thessalonica. It was on the Apostle Paul's second missionary journey that he included that prominent Greek city of Thessalonica on his trip. And while making his trip there, he got there and he realized what an awesome place it was. This city rested right near major land routes and it boasted a busy seaport and there were multiple people all around and when Paul got there and started giving the message of the Lord Jesus Christ, multitudes gave their life to Christ. Greeks both men and even many prominent women believed in the message of the apostle. They accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Now. Chapter 17 of the book of Acts tells us about that story. And sometimes go back and read it. Verses one through four are important because when Paul started preaching, something happened. And the Bible describes it this way, that a devout Greeks and a great multitude and of the chief women not a few came to know Jesus. Now, I get excited about that. So that when you start reading this text in 1 Thessalonians, just recognize this was not written to you, but it was written to them. And what Paul, after receiving the glowing report of what God was doing there, he wrote to them. Now you gotta know, Paul left the city under duress. He left the city because they said he was stirring up the city and many people conspired against him. So he left and went to Athens. So when he left the city, new believers were there, but they too would have been harassed like he was being harassed, but they were strong. And Paul leaves and now he hears, we're being blessed. We're growing, God is moving. Now. He hears of their growth, but he also hears they got questions. They're questioning about what happens after death. They're questions about what goes on in the church and how are we supposed to behave? And in this brief section we're looking at here in chapter five, Paul takes on and begins to talk to the church of Thessalonica. And he says, let me do this. I need you to do something for me. Watch this, encourage those who are easily discouraged. Oh, let me, let me, let me back up, I gotta preach a minute here. In other words, I need you to cheer each other on. I need you to speak a word of peace to one another. Encourage those. Then he says, I need you to work with those that are weak and assist them. Those that are struggling, Don't just throw them to the side, work with them. And then I want you to do something real good for me. I need you to exercise patience with everybody. Oh, I need you just to be nice to everybody. I need need you to be patient with folks because folks going through stuff right now. Can I, y'all miss that. They were going through. Paul says, encourage the discouraged Assist those weak in the faith and be patient with everyone. Come on to church, I'm about to preach to you. Won't that preach in a pandemic? Isn't that what God wants us to do right now? Encourage each other? Assist one another? Be patient? Oh man! It is as though he's preaching to us. And then he says, look here, y'all. Try not to get offended with those that offend you. Ooh. Try not to tell them off. Try not to cuss them out. Try not to pimp slap them. Try, try not to cut them. Try, try, try to be, oh man, Paul! He says, look, Christians should keep on doing good. Now watch this. He says, and guess what I want you to do? This goes to our text now. You you can see where I'm going, can't you? He said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to rejoice. I want you to pray. And I want you to thank him. He said, that's what I want you to do. I want y'all to go ahead and rejoice, pray, and just i need you to go ahead and give him a praise i need you to rejoice anyhow pray and say thank you let me let me let me see if i can work this work this for a minute listen 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 i believe paul helps us here because what paul wants us to understand are three things that i think are key today of how we are to live in this time right now we must live with, number one, resolve. Resolve. Now, this is important. You, you got to live with resolve. Now, you, you you asking me, I know you're wondering, what does that mean, Reverend? Well, to live with resolve means, by definition, it, it, it means to, to make an earnest decision to make a determination to do something. It means to deal with the matter conclusively, to settle it, to say, I've resolved this. So, so he says, live with resolve. Live your life with praise and prayer, or better still, gratitude and thanksgiving. Live your life with praise and prayer, or better still, gratitude and thanksgiving. You, you saw it. Rejoice always, woo! Pray without ceasing, and then give thanks. Gratitude and thanksgiving. I, I like that, I like that, I like that. See, see, that's the kind of resolve that you get when you know who you know and you've accepted him in your life and you believe that God is yet able even when things don't look good. See, that's the kind of resolve you get when you realize that God is still God even when I don't understand what's going on around me. That's the kind of resolve you get that you can actually say, yeah, I, I will go ahead and pray without ceasing. And, and I'll go ahead and say, thank you anytime. Wait, wait, wait a minute, what are you talking about resolve? I, it's the kind of resolve you get when your name happens to be David. And you, and you just been having a hard time in front of Abimelech and your behavior has been disconcerted, and you've been all out of sorts, but you realize that God is still blessing you. So Psalm 34 verses one through three says, this is the kind of resolve you ought to have. You ought to be able to say, I will bless the Lord y'all missed it went over your head i'm about to preach in here i will bless the lord at all times and his praises oh good god almighty good golly miss molly his praises shall continually be in my mouth my soul shall make her boast in the lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad oh oh Magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You, you, you don't hear me in here. It, it's, it's, it's important that you get this because you have to have resolve. Resolve says, I'm gonna stand with the Lord no matter what goes on around me. The world may be inconsistent, the world may be changing, the world may be wishy-washy, the world may be topsy-turvy, but I serve an unchanging God. The world may fail, but I serve a God who can't fail. The world may lie, but God can't lie and he can't die. I resolve to bless his name. I wish I had a witness right there. I wish I had a witness right there. I don't care what it looked like. I resolved to, to bless his name. I, I, I've already made my mind up. I made my decision. I will bless the Lord. At all. Good God. <laughs> but, but, but it's not just resolve, it's resilience. Resilience. Yeah, 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 resilience, resilience. I, I feel the preach coming on. Y'all, y'all, y'all just don't know, y'all don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight with it till I get it because I feel like preaching anyhow. I'm not going to let it, watch this, watch this. He says, he says, he says in the Amplified Version of verse 18, it says, in every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful continually, wait, wait a minute now. Resilience means that, 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 that um, I will, let, let me say, it's the power and the ability to return to the original form. So after being bent, compressed, or stretched, after being dealt with the elasticity allows it to return to its original form. Now, now, I'm just reading the dictionary. I didn't make this up. This is in the dictionary. Watch this now. It's the ability to recover readily from illness, depression, adversity, or like the buoyancy. This is in the dictionary. In other words, can I preach it a little bit? Resilience means I may go through but I'm going to bounce back. Ah, oh, I feel like preaching up in here. I may go through, but I'm going to bounce back. Somebody ought to put bounce back up here in the comment section. I may go through but I'm going to bounce back. You you, you know I may go through. Folk may talk about me. I may have problems over here and problems over there and situation here and situation there, but I may go through, but I I promise you, but I will bounce back. I will bounce back because I know the God I serve and I know how he's made me. Woo! I feel like preaching in here. Let me tell you something. Then Let me tell you about Shiloh. Since this is our 126th year anniversary, we've had some hard times around here. At times, there have been years when they didn't have a pastor and the gospel chorus would come in and sing every Sunday and the pews would be filled just to hear them lift up a voice and sing in this place. There have been times when stuff got rough and they had to sell chicken and fish to Pay bills there have been times when people wanted to walk away but the god we serve kept on blessing them there were times in this place that god had to pick up folk and bless their lives and that's how this became the center of the city because this church has had the ability to bounce back that's why i'm not worried post pandemic i know that god will let us don't stand! Uh, bounce back I don't care what you are going through in your life right now I don't care what tears you dropping right now I don't care how depressed the enemy trying to make you right now I don't care what blues song you keep singing right now you gonna bounce back baby it may be hard now today may be difficult your eyes may be filled your body may want to crawl up in a fetal position but I'm gonna speak it into your spirit and into your life you're going to bounce back. You're going to bounce back. You're bouncing back. Ah, ah, thank you. I feel like I, ah, ah, ha, ha, ha. You, you bounce back. I don't care whatever you go with, whatsoever you deal with, in every situation no matter the circumstance, bounce back. Okay, I, I, I gotta leave I gotta leave it, I gotta leave it. My time is up, I know I gotta get out of the way, I gotta get out of the way, woo! I see why the enemy tried to block me from getting here this morning. I've, I got a word for somebody, it's time for you to bounce back. Oh, you've been going through much, but it's on bounce back time now. You've been pushed down too much, but it's bounce back time. Resilience, 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 resilience. God has given you resilience. Ah, and God will let you bounce back. He'll, he'll let you bounce back. But but I close it now. I close. I, I promise you I'll come back. I, I promise you, I'll hit it again. But but I gotta leave you. I got to leave you here. Yeah. Woo! Here's something for you. Here's something for you Here's something. He says, and he, what you got to do to live, he, he says, uh, I need to help you. You must live with reframing. Reframing. Now, that's kind of weird, isn't it? That's a strange thing for me to say. What do you, where do you get that from? Is that in the Bible? To reframe is to express a concept differently to reshape it, to think about it another way. Uh, preach what I'm trying to. So I want you to know this. You, 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 need to, you need to reframe some things. Notice what he says. I'm reading the Amplified Version. In, in every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually thank, give thanks to God. And here's the reframe. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Wait a minute. How you gonna reframe it like that? You gonna tell me what I've been going through is the will of God? I'm preaching up in here. In case you hadn't got it yet, uh, there, there are multiple ways of seeing the will of God. The first way is the perfect will of God which means that everything goes according to divine design and purpose as God originally intended it to go. But because of free choice of the will, that's a Thomas Aquinas kind of thing, that God has given all of us free choice, there are some things that happen in the permissive will of God. In other words, there are some things that God will tolerate. Y'all missed it, went over your head. But it's still, in the will so what i need to remember that no matter whether it's god's perfect will or he permitted it to be so it's still gonna be all right oh see i I went over your head let me see if i can make it look clear see i need to realize that some stuff happens and i got to deal with it but i have to realize this it's still all good y'all come on come on let's see if we can church it up one more time and i'm gonna take my seat what i have to do is be able to look at my life and say god i don't know how you turned that out for my good but i can see your hand in it anyway y'all missed it went over your head you better come on back to church God I don't know how I I thought that was a whole mess but out of that mess you showed me mercy and I need to praise you for the mercy in the middle of the mess because you made that which I thought was a failure into something that was great God I just wait a minute and so there's some things I need to look at And instead of cussing about, instead of cursing, God, I need to just go ahead and say thank you anyway. Okay, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all just don't know. I wish I had a voice to holler today cause I got a holler in my bones. Come here, come here, Joseph. Genesis chapter 50. Joseph's daddy dies in chapter 50. And when Joseph's daddy dies, his brothers get unnerved. They get all upset and nervous. They think for sure Joseph is going to kill him because he, he, he's, he's been there and they're the ones that sold him down the river into slavery. And they're worried about them. And they come up to him, they got this their script already. They're ready to say, forgive us. Uh, we trespass. We, we messed up, we sinned, we, we made mistakes. I feel like preaching y'all, um, and they start pleading with him. They're ready to to cop a plea, uh, but he says, uh, "Y'all, y'all hold that that there. You you could keep that. Uh, don't don't y'all don't y'all be upset, because I need you to understand something. Fear not. Here's what it says. He says, for I am in the palace of God. In other words, where I'm standing.'" Is where I'm supposed to be you 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 ain't got nothing to do with that I'm where I'm supposed to be y'all, y'all missed it I feel like preaching he said but as for you let me give you a word from the Lord you thought evil against me you thought evil but God but God, but God, but God, but, 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 but. but God, many it to good. To bring the past as it is this day, to save much people alive. Let me help you right here. He reframes that whole situation and said, "I don't want to get you upset. I'm getting ready to praise God because the reason I'm where I am now is that God was set me up so I can save your life. Let me help somebody now. Go on and reframe your situation because some of what you're dealing with is a setup for your next." blessing some of what you're dealing with God is positioning you to be in the place to have your next victory the palace is open the praise might as well go on up now anyway because what you're going through is a setup for what God's getting ready to do reframe your situation stop crying get your head up and praise him anyhow and say thank you I live with gratitude. It's a challenging time, but I choose to be grateful. I practice gratitude in challenging times. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Bless the name of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I feel like praising Him. I wish somebody would go ahead and offer praise wherever you are. Go ahead and praise Him at your house. Tell Him I'ma reframe some stuff cause I'ma practice gratitude right now. I'ma go ahead and reframe some stuff. I've been through too much not to praise him. I've been through too much not to worship him. But God, but God. Don't worry about me, I'm bouncing back. I'm bouncing back, I'm, I'm bouncing back. I'm bouncing back. I'm bouncing back. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Maybe there's somebody listening to me today who needs to give your life to God. I want you to know I know the Lord loves you. And this is your chance to give yourself to God and to give your heart to him. The Lord loves you. And if you want to become a member of the fellowship, or if you just want to give your life to the Lord, call us today. Call us here at Shiloh. The number's up on your screen. Send us an email. We want you to be a part of the family of God. The Lord loves you. Wherever you are in this world, you can be a member, you may be in the cyber church, but this is still the sanctuary. And we welcome you to this place. We welcome you to our family, knowing that God loves you.